0: Talk Radio 790, you're listening to A Nation Divided, coming to you live from Culver City on this most beautiful of days. I am Brian Thomas Dunn, your host, with my best friend in the entire stratosphere, Mr. James Oates. How are you feeling today, brother?
1: Today I want to evoke a defense that I heard about this past week. Did you I want to evoke a defense. I don't think I've heard you use the word evoke evo- in natural conversation. I want to evoke a defense. You know, I feel bad. You know, I said something to you this past week, and I, I feel bad about it, and I don't want you to be mad at me, well, but here's my defense. Evoke your ass off, please, now. My defense is no reasonable person would have believed what I said to oh, you. Oh, I know. When I said <laughs> it. And so you shouldn't be mad at me, because <laughs> no reasonable person would have believed it. So, basically, I can say anything I want to say to you, Brian, uh, as long as no reasonable person <laughs>
0: Ah, the reasonable man That's is the bane defense. of every lawyer's existence the reasonable man reasonable man oh i know where you're going now you know where i'm going don't you so folks sometimes subjects that we've talked about on a nation divided have a way of they circling back, back. <laughs> they circle back and as they used to say and they all less than head off head us off at the past so we have Slap a real juicy one we're going to get to the real meat of the show in a minute we gonna be talking about vaccines and Oh, yeah. And should you be required to the government, require people to take vaccines to the states? And, you know, we've actually done some research on it. You're going to love what we come up with and watch your opinions, too. But before we get to that, there's a headline. So remember when we were talking about the idea of the voter fraud? And I, I don't I, we're not going to talk about voter fraud again. Let's and, go back to that again. But Let's I remember, remember that was that. the first time I ever saw voter Jim really fraud. get mad. Right.
1: When, did that, when did that happen?
0: He voter got mad fraud. because he was saying there's no logic to this and everybody did. But. But one of the cheerleaders, years and years or and years years if you should say ringleaders, all of, of sudden, that,
1: out of nowhere, it's not fine. But no.
0: She was saying,
1: well, should I say cheerleader? Should cheerleader? I say ringleader? Yeah. Should I say co-conspirator? In- instigator, instigator maybe. Yeah, uh, co-conspirator, yeah, yeah. I like that. But it's all one big conspiracy
0: anyway. We know that it's all a conspiracy. Absolutely. Come on. Yeah. But they were They're blaming windows. the voting machines. They were blaming the, and oh, I don't, yeah. what brand, it does, I don't even remember, but they were saying the voting machines... Uh, we're
1: Dominion. Dominion. Ah, that's it. It's got a bad name. Yeah, that's kind of all like conspiracy theory sound. Machines from Dominion. Yes, are making the decision. Oh, it's got. To, it's
0: so scary. But there was never any uh, logic or truth to it. But a whole lot of people ran with it. But as the watchmaker has a sense of humor, oh, they messed yes. with the wrong company <laughs> this company time. Right. She messed with. <laughs> And Dominion said,
2: well, No, 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 we're
1: not just gonna be playing with a nice 1. guy anymore. $1.3 billion dollar defamation
2: lawsuit.
1: Yeah. $1.3 you, you know, dollars. if you are
0: shooting that high, you You're know, right. I don't even like to put numbers in lawsuits, but <laughs> if I would, it would have
1: a B in front of me. Uh, So they're oh suing man, the, they messed the, the wrong one, I'm telling you.
0: The people who own these machines have now. Uh, they're getting, they, they said, want payback. And okay, they,
1: fine. Yeah, right. We're there's, coming after you. There's civil liability, Wait, right? I mean, we, we're there coming are for you. consequences. To we, we, you we're
0: coming say. for you.
1: <laughs> we're coming for you. You can and say anything you want,
0: but there's consequences. So this is what uh, the attorney, what was her name? What is her name again? Sydney
1: Powell. Sydney Powell. Sydney Powell
0: said this in her defense. And this is really true. This really happened, folks. We're not making it up. <laughs> she said, I should not be held liable because, and I quote. Yes. No. Reasonable person would have ever believed what I said.
1: (laughs) Her lawyer said, and I'm quoting it no reasonable person would conclude that the statements were truly statements of fact. Then why did you say it? Why were you so emphatic about it? How do people say it? Absolutely, for sure. (laughs) It's crazy. And it was invented by Hugo Chavez, and that's the reason that they did it so that they could steal votes, and they're going to steal them here. Just like they did in Venezuela.
0: It's kind of a, a weird...
1: Uh, oh, wait. I said that? Is a, I said... Well, I, it, it begs I knew, the question, no one, you know? No one would really believe me. So I, I, just, I just said it. You know, I just said it because I didn't say... I, you know, I didn't want anyone to believe me. I was just sort of like talking out loud. You know, I wasn't... So, I was thinking out loud.
0: Right? But that's a whole new dimension to the concept of First Amendment. Because yeah. we were talking about, <laughs> you know, we have freedom of speech, but you can't... Uh, say anything that creates a clear and <laughs> present danger of violence. Brandenburg v. Ohio. No one's but now believe, they're saying
1: you can no, say no, whatever you want if nobody's smart enough to believe right. what you say. No one's going to believe what I'm saying, but I'm still going to say it anyway. Well, I mean, what does not make oh, sense, right? Why would you say it? Pure but comedy. I, yeah, I mean, it makes no sense to me at all.
0: That is, well, we just had to give you guys that, but, but it is interesting. I love this country, man. I just love I do. America. I do. So as we move into blissfully, folks. We are really lucky right now because... We've
1: made a bunch of people mad, by the way. Like
0: it's alright. It's alright. We, we still love you guys. Up. You know we love you. You know what
1: they're going to say to you? They're going to say I am mad because you just make it a joke. Everything's just a joke with you, Brian. That's true. And I'm going to go yep, you know what? I agree with you.
0: I don't just make mistakes. I screw it all <laughs> the way up. That's right. <laughs> I am not happy unless I've screwed it all the way uh, but, folks, uh, the idea really now is is about the vaccine. We have really been through so much in one year. And the idea that we are now kind of seeing the light at the end of the tunnel uh, for this COVID thing. You know, traffic is back in Los Angeles. Oh,
1: yeah, it's back for sure.
0: You're seeing people. And, you know, I didn't really understand springtime. And I didn't understand the meaning of seasons until in the year of 1990, I went to the University of Michigan Law School oh, in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And... And I didn't understand. Yeah, right. This is not like going right. skiing. Yeah, this right. is, you're living in very cold. And the sun's not going to come out for months, yeah, right. really. It, it would just, you would not see the sun. You're all the,
1: bundled up. seven have got to wear the gloves or your hands will fall off.
0: But then when when it started to come back and you started to see the snow melting, you started to see the leaves come back on the trees, mm-hmm. it was an uplifting feeling. It was something that was a rebirth because we don't have that in L.A. And, it's and, always the same basic season. There might be 10 degrees difference between January right, and, right. and and uh, right. in August. But in the, the springtime out there, I really felt something. I Jim, I had never felt that way before.
1: Rebirth. When it
0: was April, yeah. And that's kind of like what's happening
1: now. I feel like it's a rebirth kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, it's like the opposite, though, because we get out there on the road and all of a sudden you realize... We are back to yeah. where we were Well, that is
0: true too. But there's gonna be some things <laughs> the that are traffic happened. is back. But the the vaccine is is a lot of the reason for this. Now I've had my first one. Yep. Uh but the idea is They just this-
1: released what, what did what do we say? Uh, Starting April first, everyone below uh, is it under fifty or yeah. between fifty and sixty, five, whatever, they can get it. And then April fifteenth, everyone. Everyone can get the state it. State of California, and- everybody.
0: I, I was supposed to be at the front of the line because, you know, I'm a cancer survivor. But the idea is it still was very hard for a long time to yeah, get them. Right. But now, you know, we're 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 moving to a, in a situation where probably within three, four months or so, everybody will have a vaccine that wants at one and it's totally free. One, we'll have it. yeah, right. But this is really the kicker, folks. If you don't want to take the vaccine for whatever reason, can you be required Could to... Could you be compelled to take the, the vaccine? Can the man maybe,
1: force you? Maybe Dominion could do it. To take the- <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. No, I'm going to get sued for I'm million, going to need a lawyer. There's a no billion no, dollars right there. Jeb, right
0: you top. have the best lawyer in the world yeah, as yeah. your best. Nothing gotta, is ever going to happen back. to you, you ever. I'm telling I you, there's nothing that will ever happen <laughs> to you. I assure you You're that. That's right. <laughs> but the idea is, you know, we have a lot of different things working. And... If a person doesn't want to take it, there's there's different things you yeah. can. The government can put you in jail, they can sure. fine you, or they can uh, say that we're going to make life hard by taxing you or not letting you do but certain is it the things. The
3: federal government that would do that, or the state. Government?
0: Well, that's just yeah. it. The federal government has a different way of doing things in the state. But then there's the employer. Uh, and the private employer has all the power.
1: The private business. And as the boss,
0: yeah, as the boss of how many people are in our, our shop, eh, John? About
1: 20 and change. Yeah. Okay, about 20. About people, yeah.
0: I don't even try to look at the payroll anymore. <laughs> I just say, let somebody I else know. write those down and we'll yeah, handle right, it. Right. But the idea, folks, is I'm responsible for maybe 20 souls, okay, every, every two weeks. Right. And the idea is...
1: You got one I thought
0: that-, that there would not be anybody stupid enough that works for me. <laughs> that would not want to take, right. take the vaccine. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's going to happen. And I just. I said, well, that's the other folks, because right. you have to be so smart right. to work it's, at our law firm. Think it's
1: got to happen, right?
0: You have to be so talented that most people wash out just because it's
1: just too hard. Well, and then here's the thing. Now you've got to worry about all the other people, right? So you got right. one person that doesn't want to take the vaccine. you are got to think about the other people. Now, if they've taken the vaccine, they're supposed to be safe. Okay, fine. Well, but- folks,
0: we're going to be taking a short break in just in just a moment. But what Jim is leading to is, as I always say, the watchmaker mm. has a sense of humor. He does have a sense of humor. One of my employees has said that they or he or she will absolutely not, not do, it.
1: do it. Can't prove it. And this or... is someone
0: that I I would eat a live pigeon before I, I fired know. this person.
1: Absolutely, yes. And all rational arguments, we're work. stuck. You can't say there's nothing you can say that, that will break through. It's just a no. It's a flat no. Uh,
0: we've already got some callers. If you'd like to chime in, we just set one 222 KBC one 5222 It's actually a very thorny topic. You think it may be simple. But where do you see what's going on in France? Oh. We'll be right back, folks. <laughs> Used to be my life was
3: just emotions by. Feeling all the while never really
0: knowing why God, I love that song. So folks, uh, welcome back. Uh, as we move into this really interesting discussion, we're really talking about the idea of a vaccine. And we're talking about something that has been proven to prevent a deadly disease. And we are now, based on just the beautiful science and being able to, to ratchet this up in a year, they have created a vaccine that is pretty effective at, at eliminating this dreadful disease.
1: And but, you would think that everyone would just take it. But that's would, part of the problem. It. Part of the problem is, is that it's happened so fast. There are people that say... This this went way too quick. There's no way this can be safe. So you've got a chunk of people who are saying, "I'm not going to take it because it." There's no way that it, they could have tested it enough to make sure that it's safe. Wow. But we needed it fast in order for it to be effective and to try to kill the thing out before it mutates enough that we can't get our hands around it.
0: Wow. It's and- complicated. It's not just something that we're facing here in the States. I mean, uh, the EU, the European countries are really going through this. France has a lot of people uh, who have just said that we're not going to take it. And so it kind of ties the government's hands as to what are we going to do with these folks.
1: I mean, the thing that's fascinating to me is that so in the the EU, the big uproar right now is the fact that in France, there's so many conspiracy theories against the vaccine relative to other countries. Like I just looked at this. uh, There's a poll that they did in the EU. And so in Germany, like 7% of Germans say they'll never take it. That less than like 4% of Britons say they'll never take it, but 15% of the French people are reporting that they'll never take the vaccine. And what's interesting... Is that the Pew just recently did a poll here in the United States? We got to be the dumbest country. It's sixteen percent in the United States. So <laughs> oh yeah, Americans. we we got a point on it. Yeah. We got a point, point on the we so, be, I mean, no one the, can
0: out stupid Americans. Well, we, but we're what, also really smart. But kind of dumb at the same. Oh, it's what's so fascinating
1: scary. to me is that the EU, all the other EU countries, Italy, you know, Spain, they they're all losing their minds over France being at fifteen percent. And we're the United States, we're 16 percent and we're getting all the vaccine, which is a whole separate problem there. Like we're sucking in all of their vaccines. We're taking their production. It's operation. crazy. Yeah.
0: So, folks, we're going to get to everybody who's holding. Uh, we just have to lay lay down a couple of uh, of things that you need to know. On. I'm the lawyer and I have to on. tell you guys what the legal framework is. Now, thankfully, you probably don't know about uh, this disease. It kind of starts out with a flu, and that doesn't go away. You get worse. You Wait, start this, getting what, rashes. This, this is a
1: different disease, right? This oh, is, we're yeah. Talking about no, a this
0: one is COVID. a bad, bad, bad bug. This it's a another, bad
1: bug. One you might not even know about.
0: Uh, and you get rashes, and the rashes kind of won't go, it's and it's terrible. incredibly contagious. Insidious. And then those rashes turn into little tiny dots.
1: Dots all over your face and your And you're arms, compromised,
0: and you yeah, die. Bottom. That is a little thing called smallpox. And thankfully, it's not in our vocabulary anymore. Why? Because, because of the it's government. Gone, and It's because the government it is the reason why. It does exist. Now, what happened is this was challenged in uh, the state of Massachusetts by a person that was a citizen of the state, didn't want to take it. And the Supreme Court said that states, not the federal government, very big distinction, the state government has the power to force a person with certain limitations, to take a vaccine. Yep. Now, if the Americans with Disabilities Act is a caveat because it does require that you accommodate for that person's disability. So, for example, if giving the person a vaccine would create a, a health risk to a certain class of individuals, you are uh, statutorily uh, bound to create an accommodation. But then we get to the where we are, Jim, the private corporation.
1: Uh-huh. And this
0: is what I like about right. the country. You have all the power in the world. Absolutely. Get out!
1: If you don't want to yeah. take it, you can get out. Same thing for a restaurant. Try to down sue the me.
0: Just try to sue me. And then, yeah. you the,
1: and then you have the it comes up the question of the, the civil li- uh, liability in the event that a person lies. So, like, they go to a oh, restaurant. The restaurant yeah. says you got to have vaccine to come in. They go, yeah, sure, I got a vaccine. Fine, whatever. Okay, great. So you lie. Should there be some liability for you if you lie about taking the vaccine to go yeah. in that restaurant?
0: I think it should be like, like that. Shame. Yeah. Shame. shame, shame, shame,
1: shame. Like. <laughs>
0: But but folks, really, this is these are are really interesting questions. Uh, we're going to take your calls right away. Uh, Lynette, you called first. Thank you so much for thinking about oh, us.
3: <laughs>
4: Welcome
0: back. It is so great to hear your voice, girl. Tell us what so you think great about this. To hear
4: you guys' voice, man. It's a lovely day out there, isn't it, beauty? It's I so mean, pretty. Praise today. the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. We are not Alabama and Georgia. Okay, all of that, baby. Oh, yeah. All of that. <laughs> But uh, you know, it it really doesn't fit well with me that something should be mandatory like what Governor Cuomo is doing, you know, making it where you gotta get a, a vaccination. I think we are better on the path of what uh Governor Gavin Newsom had us on but then we strayed away. Yeah. And uh with New Zealand would just locking things down, contract tracing, right, that kind right. of thing. Had we had stuck with that, we'd be like New Zealand right now. Know, we wouldn't be talking about vaccinations like we're talking about right now. Hello, it
3: still would
0: come. It would creep in somehow. or sure, later. But this happen. is the not thing with that you're it, bringing up. We're
4: dealing point. with it right now. It was Biden and, and um, Obama that uh, cut off Ebola. Ebola would have been really bad had baby, they not did what they we're did. We're not
0: going to be saying anything good about Biden, anything bad about Biden, anything good about Biden. Because if, if we start down that road, Lynette, it, it just gets into a point where people are going to not even want to talk because folks are going to get into camps. And the reality is this is a legal issue. It's not a political issue. It's something that the law is really struggling with. And the idea is if you decide that you're not going to take a vaccine, that is not a decision that affects only you.
3: Right. It can That's
0: affect other people around you. And, you know, you can potentially... If you're around someone that is vulnerable, like a 95-year-old person, you're going to be okay if you have it. But that's a death sentence for that person. If and, and they didn't want that. And they didn't ask for it. And the idea is, yes, you're asserting your rights. But you have inadvertently taken the life of a person by asserting your rights. It's really deep.
3: Lynette,
1: well, without putting you on the spot, how do you personally feel about taking a vaccine? Just tell us. Is it something that you're going to do or that you're not sure you want to do or you're definitely not going to do?
4: Well, if... You know, if I just went along with the hype, you know, if I wasn't into my ginger, my green tea, my turmeric. Tumor, I
0: knew she was going to say turmeric.
4: Huh? Right.
0: Yep. I know you're kind, Lynette. You stay healthy for reasons that are unknown to people like myself.
4: And if I didn't Because play, I scoff at all of those think-
0: health food nuts and all that. F- hey,
4: you know. It works. But but you know what? That's the problem with this country. We're too reliant upon the pharmaceutical industry. We have all this You say what you want. Western medicine saved my life.
0: Western medicine saved my life. Of course, it might have put me in that position in the first place. But it saved my life. Folks, if you'd like to join the discussion, you can reach us at 1-800-222-ABC, 1-800-222-5222. Don't go anywhere, Lynette. Stay. Let's get to Bob. Yeah, let's go to Bob. Thank you. Don't go anywhere. Bob from Ganada Hills. Thank you so much for calling a nation divided, brother. We're dying to know what you think.
5: All right. Here's the deal. This is not conspiracy. Federal law states that no vaccine or drug can be mandated. In its-
0: you're, you're breaking up. You're Losing breaking up. You, Bob. Bob? Can you hear me now? That's much better. Gotcha, Try man. it. Start right. over again, Bob. One more
5: time. A federal law states no vaccine or drug can be mandated. It's experimental, and okay. since the vaccines are not FDA approved because they did not go through the normal studies that the FDA demands of a drug. Or vaccine. Well,
0: Bob, look, I'm going to have to put you on hold briefly while we verify that. I want to know if Pfizer's uh, drug, I thought it was FDA approved. But wait, don't go anywhere, Bob. No,
1: what it, it's, it's not. It's, it is approved. It's got a provisional approval. It's just that it's not gone through the normal process. Okay. So that's the problem.
0: Well, Bob, let's get back to Bob then. It, it it has, but it hasn't been approved. It's in that window it's where the government's it. saying you can you can use it.
1: It's got a they call it an emergency use authorization. But I mean, essentially, That's what they're right. saying is is that it is safe. We've we we did not do the normal thing that we do with testing, but we're saying that this is safe. Okay, but Bob, I want to fast well, forward. The, the
5: uh, normal the normal testing is over a period of time, and we do use animal models to test the efficacy and the safety of the vaccine drug. They have bypassed both those procedures with the drugs that are on the market today.
0: So, Bob, this is what I want to ask you. Let me stop you very briefly, brother. Okay. Um, Suppose—this is just a hypothetical. Let's fast forward a couple of years. It has passed. Say that it goes through with flying colors. It has every stamp. It's no longer experimental. It is legit. It is just as legit as Viagra.
1: Yeah, at some point.
0: Would you you then still feel that the government's position— Uh, was the same i mean at that point and when we say government bob we're not necessarily talking about the united states government how about the state of california or the city that you live in the government is going to have to make a decision in every single locale in this nation and that is what are we going to do to people that don't want to take this vaccine are we going to tax them are they not going to be able to go to schools like you can't go to school if you don't have smallpox vaccine right what's going to happen what do you think should happen brother
5: well, if you...
0: Man, you got to fix your phone. It's driving me crazy. Okay. We're going to get right back to you. Hold we'll on. You, Robert Bob, from yeah. Gardena. Let's
5: go to Robert. Um, um, hello, Robert. Good afternoon, gentlemen. I'm sure afternoon, you're afternoon. familiar
0: with the conversation. What do you think about the role of the government, brother?
5: Well, actually, uh, Bob stole some of my thunder. Well, I was going to say well, it wasn't an experimental vaccine. He it's said EUA.
3: Yeah.
5: As a result, you should not... Be mandated in any way, shape, or form, of having to take this um, this vaccine or any any other vaccine to this point. What if it's not? A, what if what if we years. get
0: to a point where it's no longer
5: experimental? Right. Uh, take it back what I said earlier. Maybe a five years, it's, it should still be your option because this uh, vaccine does have a little record. Some uh, as some pregnant women have found out that as a result of uh, taking this vaccine while they were pregnant, they end up miscarrying.
3: So and Robert has, uh, whether, had
5: some deaths from his vaccine, so that should be your option if you want to take it or not.
0: Whether you realize it or not, brother, you have been given the smallpox vaccine against yes, your have. will. You didn't have a choice. It was done. And as a result of that it's not even in your vocabulary. And I'm telling you, that disease and the next is generation horrible. It will it, right? truly give you a guaranteed death after a certain point.
1: It's almost like we're saying if you do this thing now, we're going to make it so that people in the future would not have to do this thing. Right. right. We're, taking a, we're, we're sort of taking it on the chin for the next generation. such point. What's wrong a deep with point. saying
0: that? Well, because as Americans, we seem to
1: only think about ourselves.
0: Right. That's what's happening right heart- now at
1: this moment. What I want, right. right?
0: We don't seem to think about generations ahead of us in every in the way that we look at everything. We think about me making money now, and the idea that we have people th- that we are the reason why we have our grandfather's generation to, to think thank that we're even to here. thank that we don't have smallpox, yeah, right. that we don't deal with polio, yep. that we don't have to deal with. Uh, uh, what's the one in the lungs? Uh,
1: the freaking yeah, tuberculosis. tuberculosis that is yeah. Back, but yeah, that they had basically taken people and quarantined them. And they, that's a bad thing, right? You're telling well, people like, like away to Well, I'd like to say freedoms, thank
0: you to the people that the uh, actually made that decision in the early 1900s. So right. Thank you that I don't have to deal with that problem. Yes. So, folks, this is a deep question. If you'd like to get into the discussion, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach us at 1 800 222 5222. Once again, 1 800 222 KBC.
1: I mean, I hear people's pain on not wanting to be forced to do this thing and not wanting to give that kind of power to the government. I get that. But then the question is, what do we do as an alternative? Because if you're not going to force people to take this vaccine, then are we going to hold people responsible in the event that, I don't know, let's say you get someone sick. Yeah. And you said you had the vaccine, but you really didn't. You were lying. Right. Should you be responsible for that?
0: Right. And, you know, if you give somebody uh, herpes or AIDS, you can get sued civilly. (laughs) That's right. Civilly, but they can't put. I, I've never known anybody get jailed for that. But anyway, folks, we're going to be right back. This is a thorny one. 1 800 222
1: 5222. See if we can just get back to the 70s. You know? Get back to the yacht rock days. We wouldn't have to worry about this. It's just. Stuff. It would all be gone.
0: We didn't have any problems at all. Everything I mean, was perfect. Everything it was, was a utopian good. society. I didn't believe that there was ever anything wrong, ever, in the 70s. Actually, that's really not quite true. Probably not. Sadly. Totally true. Hmm.
1: Oh, well, the America good old days maybe great. weren't that good, but. Again, kind of, sort of.
0: Sort of. Uh, so, folks, as we mosey on through the hour, we have to think about this vaccine should we force people to do it i have, have i have a staunch holdout in my inner circle i mean my inner of the inner circle and this is someone that is so close to me that i started thinking well if one person holds out we might be okay because that one person can't give it to anybody if everybody else has the vaccine
1: and then they can't get it
0: but don't you But get the that, reality
1: is what if
0: two people and then oh what do you really
1: oh don't you get that idea that like if you're the one they say yeah it's good for all of you guys you guys take the vaccine and you take the risk and I'll sit back and wait and then I'll be the one person who doesn't take it but I won't need to worry about it cuz everyone else will take the risk that's well, kind of like not very team oriented right it's, it's kind, kind of it amazing feels-
0: but we have that me but folks listen there is a guy. I'm not going to yeah. use his last name. I'm going to call him Greg. That is his first name. But this is. I'm 52 years old. This man is uh, probably my age, maybe one year older or younger. Yeah, we were buddies, but age, he yeah. was my boy. We, he did all the videos uh, for, for our, our firm for yeah. decades, and he's a household. Everybody knew him. he was just a beautiful person,
1: totally normal guy.
0: And I was told uh, in a you know just call out of nowhere that he died. Yep. What he, he's someone that we were. And I was also told that he was in the ICU for the last two weeks and he didn't want anybody to know.
1: And it was COVID. And then they said, yeah, maybe there were some underlying conditions. But here's the thing. Did he know? I mean, how could you know that you've got the particular underlying condition that's the one thing that would make you die from COVID? I mean, there's people that are walking around on the street one day and they get it and then they're gone.
0: That is such a great point, they just brother. They don't know. And for the people that are are holding out, I believe that their tone might be different if they saw What COVID really does to a person when it takes their life?
1: I wonder that, you know? It is
0: a dreadful, solitary death. You can't even have anybody next to you. You have to be completely alone.
1: This is the other thing I got to say. What what are people holding on so tight for? I mean, really, they think, okay, I'm not going to take this COVID virus because why? I'm afraid it's going to make me grow like a third ear or something. I mean, come on. It's not going to do that. What are they really afraid of? Sooner or later, we're all going. I mean, COVID COVID vaccine or no COVID vaccine. So if you take this thing and it lets a few people live a little bit longer, maybe it keeps you from not getting sick and maybe there's a side effect, but who knows what, but it's not that big a deal. Why are they holding on so tight on this one particular point?
0: We are smart and stupid at the same time. Carla from Huntington Beach. uh, Thank you so much for calling. Uh, We really need some help. What are we going to do with all of this? We're dying to know what you think.
6: Well, I... I and I heard the comment about the tuberculosis. I mean, millions of people have tuberculosis every year, and they don't do quarantine for for them. And it, and my mom had tuberculosis, and we all had to get tested. But the lockdowns that we've experienced with COVID is nothing like we do for tuberculosis. And um, secondly,
1: and that's you I know interesting. Side effect, What's interesting about that, Carla, is that there's a big discussion right now about that. Right. That's been over the last five, 10 years. That's a big thing with with all of the governments of the world talking about what do we do about this problem of TB on the rise? And I agree with you. I mean, you're absolutely right. It's on the TB rise in Minnesota. Is a there are communities, trying, yeah, that's right. They're trying to figure out what do we do and get ahead of it in some way. So but uh, on the flip yeah. side, TB doesn't ne- it's not nearly as infectious, it doesn't appear to be as COVID. I mean, COVID spread like wildfire.
0: Yeah, but TB will take you out, bro. That will escort you
1: off the planet, baby. I totally agree with that. I totally agree. Exactly.
6: Exactly. And then my second point is, you know, you you talk about the vaccine because I've had the opportunity to obtain the vaccine. Congratulations. um, But I chose chose not to. Oh, but one of the one of the concerns is um, when I went to schedule my mammogram, they want to make sure that I haven't had the vaccine in the last four to six weeks because your lymph nodes um, uh, uh, okay. swell up that from the mammogram. Yeah. So
0: you have a so, medical reason for the not taking they
6: it, though. Yeah, what the heck are they putting in it to cause your lymph nodes to swell up on a mammogram?
0: That's a very good point. Uh, and, you know, the other uh, folks that were talking about this still being experimental, uh, they have great points, too. The reason, Carla, that I kind of have shifted my allegiance to the pro-vaccine camp is because my really good friend died of this. I mean, it's not like somebody who knows somebody or somebody else's brother. Right. This is my boy. I can still hear the sound of his voice. That's how well, how close. And that Really hit me over the head like a sledgehammer, and it's not
1: the guy that you think would die from it. Absolutely, you you hear what these people talk about. Oh, they've got underlying conditions, and you see a guy, you're like, oh, that guy's probably going to be the guy that dies from it because he's overweight or whatever. Right, right. Not this guy, or
6: at least yeah. And I'm not disputing. I'm not disputing. I have a a friend whose father, he's in his fifties, and he died from COVID. So I'm not disputing the severity of it. But I also had a neighbor who was in his thirties, and he died of the flu.
3: Well, that that argument is there.
0: And, you know, you're making great points, Carla. Thank you so much for calling. Uh, We really appreciate your words.
3: Thank Uh, you for listening.
0: Lynette, we're going to get back to you in a minute, but I wanted to get to, uh, we've had Jake has been holding for a minute. minute. Uh, Jake from Venice, thank you so much for calling, A Nation Divided. Tell us where we're headed, brother.
2: Well, I think we're headed to vaccine passports, but I don't think that it's
0: oh, the right thing to do. Passports—that's
1: yeah, mm, interesting. Yeah, I, I don't, that's actually something that's
2: interesting. Tell, tell everybody. Right to yeah, do. tell everybody Explain what a, a passport is, that, Jake, Please. It means yeah. it means we're not going to let you travel, and they are not going to let you go into courthouses. they are not, not going to let you go into public buildings unless you can prove that you've been vaccinated. But I, I just don't think it's warranted at this point.
0: It, it, look, that is going to be a cottage good. industry in East LA, man. Oh, I'm yeah. telling you right now, I'm yeah. making those fake that. passports. I got what you need. I got just what
2: you need. need. I, I got your IDs. But look, you, the, the laws that allow an employer to require vaccina, uh, vaccinations don't apply to emer- EUAs like they have with this. That will not apply until it's approved, and it's not going to be the, the Moderna and Pfizer. Uh, uh, vaccines aren't going to be approved until I think it's 2023.
0: Is so it take really three years? Does that really take that, that's that long? What,
2: that's what I, yeah, but here's the thing, you guys. Look, it, it, this thing is I hope to God, I have people I know and I love who have had the vaccines, and I hope they're okay. And it may be, but we don't know. And it's not right for, for people to say, we're forcing you to take this experimental treatment. And they by the way, they have had problems in animal in animal testing with, with mRNA treatments. That's why they've never had one before. Well, Jake, Jake uh, don't, don't no, hold
0: on. Hold, this can be one second. Let me the yeah, number. If, if Jake is saying something. If anybody has any specialized knowledge in yeah, this right. area, Someone's hit us calling. up. The number here is one 1-800-222-KEBC. I know a lot about the law, but I don't know anything about really anything else. Of course, of course. And if you guys... And, and by the
2: way... Uh, it was a KABCX word on a, on, a, on the John Phillips show on KABC. She, she was talking about it the other day. I heard her on this But station. Jake,
0: Why do but you think if you the- if you are a host at a station and you listen to everything on that station, anyway, I'll just mess with you. But
1: Jake, then here's the here's the thing. Okay, so let's uh, let's let's say that everything that you've said is valid reason for not taking the vaccine. Maybe no one should take it. Then what else do we do? In other words, again, what? What liability does a person have if they don't take the vaccine, let's say they don't take any other measures, they don't stay at home, they decide that they just want to go around like everybody else and they carry the COVID around and they get someone sick and they die? Should there be some liability at that point? I mean, mm. they've had this option wow. to do this thing that would let them go around. They decide they want to do it. That's okay. I'm like you. you compel the person? I don't know. Force them? I'm you know, I, I'm, I'm iffy on that. But should there be some liability?
0: The person doesn't have a vote but, 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 that gets infected. They don't get a vote. They don't
1: get a chance to know. All
0: right.
2: Go ahead, ahead. Hey, But By the way, guys, guys, real quick. There's two things there. Number one I think everybody should have the, the, the choice to take the vaccine if they want to take the vaccine. That's number one. Not that they shouldn't take it or should take it. Everybody should make their own decision with their doctor to decide if, with the cost-benefit analysis for themselves. That's number one. I'm with not it. about forcing all or one thing. And then the other thing is, look, it they, they, they used to be illegal. If somebody had HIV and they had sex with somebody, that was actually a crime. They decriminalized right. it a couple right. of years ago. If, that, if they did that, why on earth? Should it be criminal? Well, Jake, I think a lot of
0: that had to do with some anti-gay sentiment. And it's so interesting that you bring that up. I I think that you had some.
2: If you you, have COVID, you shouldn't go outside. Absolutely. Maybe there is some liability. But, you know, by the way, they've they've shown that big 10 million study, 10 million person study that was published in Nature about two weeks or two months ago, I guess. They said there's no asymptomatic spread. If you have the symptoms and you're sick, don't go out.
3: Well, don't
0: hold on, hold these. on. That study I don't Maybe think is, liable. that's not the state of the knowledge though, Jake. I mean, if you look at the what the state of our, cons- the yeah. consensus says that you are most contagious with COVID when you, before you develop before you any symptoms,
1: develop the symptoms yeah. and
0: once you develop the symptoms almost right after that, you, it's almost like you're not contagious anymore. That's the ironic thing about it.
1: But so see, I can kind of go well, with what Jake's saying. I mean, I can kind of go with the idea of saying, let people have the choice, great, but then then you've got to go the other direction. Right. You've got to say that people are going to have to be responsible in some other way. If they're, if we're not going to force people to do it, which I don't believe we should do that either, there's got to be something else to say that people have to be responsible for making the right choices.
0: Well, the one thing yeah. is, uh, Jake, I can't thank you enough. Did you have any other comments?
2: No, that, that's pretty much it. I'm we just love you, brother. Thank good. you so much Thank for calling.
0: You, I wanted to okay. get to Brenda from Los Angeles. We have... Oh, yeah, we have we have to take a break. Yeah, How are we doing? Up. Yeah, we got
1: about a minute. Yeah, we, got about we got about a minute. A minute. Yeah. Brenda, yeah, we're going to start
0: with you now. And folks, if you'd like to uh, join up with us, Hi. we're in a very good mood today. You can reach us at 1-800-222-5222. Nobody's going to get hurt. You get can reach it. us at 1-800-222-KBC. Brenda, Not talk to us.
7: Happens. So it's real... As I see it, number one, there are GMOs uh, uh, in the vaccines.
0: Tell number- everyone what those words, GMO, what those letters GMO. mean.
7: Oh, oh genetic um, engineering. Like when you go to food, you don't want GMOs in your food because they're jet- genetically altered. Number two, the companies who produce these vaccines are exempt because it was produced on an emergency basis. Yeah. So, like, I just heard you say, well, if you go give it to someone, you know, then you're liable. Well, if I take the shot and I, am I sick,
0: nobody's liable. Well, you know, Brenda, I'm going to ask you to hold that thought. We're going to take a short break. And uh, we're going to start with you after the break. Sorry, Folks, this right is back. really interesting. If you'd like to yep. join the discussion, you can reach us at 1-800-222-KBC. 1-800-222-5222. As a man, I'm always partial to the Pfizer Corporation on account of the you fact like that... FISA. They just hooked everybody up, but I'm not going to say, why. <laughs> I, say I, why. Pfizer could make something that'll kill me. I probably, I love Pfizer. Anyway, yeah. anyway, we'll be right back, folks.
3: Used to be my life was just
1: emotions by. all the
3: while I never really
1: What if they could make a vaccine for bread? Well, that's the group make that's Make everyone the feel song. like Bread. Yeah,
0: you know, it's funny how you, I haven't heard that song in so many years. It still Everybody sounds good. Everybody would get along. Everyone would be happy. Yeah, kind of. It like, all be love. Oh, Jim, you just are walking into so many counter punches. Boom, I, I'm not even gonna boom, even start. Boom, 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 boom. God, Jim, you're my friend. Lynette from Los Angeles. Uh, I want to thank Linette. you for She's being so, so patient with life. us. So, Lynette, thanks for holding. Linette. You've been <laughs> listening. Uh, you know, we always love when you join us. Tell us a little bit about the idea of suppose you have a person. Who gets the gets COVID, and then they realize the reason why they got it is because someone lied to them about being vaccinated. Or I said vaccine, this vaccinated, vaccinated. <laughs> this
4: is a trick question, right?
0: No, it's mm-hmm. not. <laughs> it's it, 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 I,
4: I, I would not do that too, to you. Okay, you guys are something else. Okay, well, start with this. Okay, forget about
0: forget I said that. Say okay, a, a venereal disease that you can't get rid of, like herpes or AIDS. Okay. What what should happen if a person is has that and they don't think that they're shedding or they don't think that they could give it and they end up giving to somebody? Uh, should the victim or the person that gets it have the right to sue the person that gave it to them?
4: Okay, can I say this right quick and then I'm going to answer your question, okay? Yeah. All right, now... I know it was not that long ago. There, everybody heard about Hank Aaron, how he was on the vaccination bandwagon. Of course, we we're going to be having vaccinations, you know, without no end in sight. The way it's going, because we got so many variants, so we got to get a vaccination. But anyway, he got the vaccination, and then two days later, he dies. Well, that that's not that's now. not how it works. The vaccine this. doesn't start and working until a long Mr. time. Mr. Kennedy, and when Mr. Kennedy was, he was a councilman over at. Um, Santa Monica, is a part of the Kennedy clan, Went was trying to talk about why don't we investigate this. He just sat down off the Internet, okay? Yeah. So to me, that is a problem. Well, Lynette, I,
0: I can't thank you enough staying but, with us for but, so long. Uh, you're bringing up great points, and I didn't, I, you were, you would say, you said, Bud Angel, finish, finish what you were saying.
4: But to answer your question, if someone is, say they have AIDS, right? There's no way. That person is not going to know if they have AIDS and pass it on to someone. And it all depends on what your knowledge and state of mind was at the time that you transferred it. And a
8: lot of times, COVID, people don't Great know point. they have it. So why should they be? You know, I uh, think why that, why that most people get AIDS
0: by getting it, but without knowing. Like most people transmit it unknowingly. That's actually. a
1: good point. But then I still go back to the thing of if you lie about being vaccinated. Now, it's one thing, Lynette, if a person gives someone else COVID and they didn't know they had it, right? They didn't know they were sick. They thought they were fine. They felt good. They never even had any symptoms. They never got sick, but they ended up passing along. But it's another thing. If you ask the person at work, did you get your vaccine? And they say sure yeah i got my vaccine and then they walk in the door and they happen to be carrying around they give it to like five different people jim is not letting you off the hook lynette not he's just not going to let you, if, let you if, skate if out of this line, how
4: do you prove that if the, and half the time you can't prove that you got COVID. there, there,
1: point. Is, there but good it is point. but i mean how do we prove that someone's a bank robber we don't say that because we can't prove that that person's a bank robber that it's not wrong for them to rob the bank it's still robbed wrong the guy if they rob the bank they're gonna and they get caught they're going to go to jail, right? And
0: Lynette, I'm, I'm, I'm. I got you back, but I, I'm going to have to let you go. Thank you so much for calling. <laughs> Thank you, you, Lynette. You are now in an argument with Jim that cannot be won. I gotta tell you, Jim is like a cop. Okay, there's something about police because Poor I Lynette. deal with them for a living. They're incapable of admitting that they have made a mistake. No, there that's is not something me. in that's the true. police DNA that. Okay, is incapable. incapable. They just can't. Maybe say it's kind of, sort of true that they ever. Like, I'm sorry, bro. They, they just can't. say it. Anybody there that's a cop? Anybody that is married to a cop? Anybody that's dating a cop? You know, I'm telling the truth. Great folks, but it's just like it just appears as right. though the sun is out right now. I mean. Yeah. Hey, you said it was nighttime and it's three. Yeah, because it's when I close said to that. to being yes. the time when the lights <laughs> Anyway, I love it. I love it. It's just the way they're wired. Thank you so much, Lynette. Suzanne from Van Nuys. Hi. I want to thank Hello, you for Suzanne. holding. Thank you for calling. If you'd like to join, anybody else, you can call us. We'd love to talk to you. You can reach us at 1-800-222-KBC. Help us out, Suzanne.
8: Hi. You know, um, I have a comment and a question, and I'm confused, because let me ask you this. We might be forced to take the vaccine, right, whether we want it or not. German? Are
0: you German, Suzanne? Yes. Ah, I love your voice. Keep going.
8: However, you know, our president is importing the virus. At the same time, we are being restricted. We're forced to take a virus. We have businesses shut down and everything. So could I sue him for importing the virus? And how does not?
1: He, how please does he don't import, call my office. <laughs> how does he import the virus? I mean, just give us that. I don't understand what we're well, saying. Well, he's here.
8: importing it. He, his borders are wide open, and these okay. people have the virus.
1: All right. Okay. So, Suzanne, what has happened is we are now
0: slipping we're into a, a slippery that proverbial slippery slope. slope. We, we don't want to uh, to really slope. talk about. The concept that yeah, you're bringing up – and it's it's just – it's a tough for another day, though.
1: But now, no,
8: Suzanne – why? why? But, Suzanne, I'm mean, I'll, I'll tell something. you
0: why. I can clarify. Yeah. We're talking about the – should the law force an employer or a state to take – to uh, assuming that the person is a citizen, is here, uh, or have the right to be here? The question you're bringing up is an entire different
8: – No, no, thing. no. But because, you know what? I'm a, I'm a citizen, yeah, and if I'm forced by anyone to take uh, a vaccine yeah. – then how can I not sue someone who is bringing it in?
1: Now, now Su- Su- Suzanne, I just want to be clear. Where have you heard that the government is going to force people to take the vaccine? We Well,
8: I heard it from someone who is in the know. They're trying to push people so their agenda is fulfilled. You know, they have so much they want to... They want to give uh, it to everybody. It's controlled. That, okay. They're, they're you know?
1: trying to They're trying to push them. Okay. Well, just to be really clear, Brian and I, neither one of us have stated when, when we make this is really clear, that there's no word that the government is going to force people to take the vaccine. Right. Well, We're asking the
3: question. If, uh, All right, well, you, well the, And they the they other make thing make is it, it seems sure, like no matter what sure the sure topic
0: is, people will find a way to twist it into something that is anti-somebody. Right. Or something yep. that is going to polarize us and yep. put us in you could be talking about anything, and they'll find a way to, to slam immigrants. Yeah. They're going to yeah. find immigrants. a way to turn it into something that will do the us against yep. them. Yep. And we just, for this one immigrants thing, fault. we're trying to crystallize the discussion. Thank you for calling those, Suzanne. We really are trying to crystallize yeah. the discussion. Get,
1: get back down to the essence of this thing is to say, so we've got this vaccine. We have some people that don't want to take it at all. We have some people that are kind of on the fence, and then we got... A majority of people who say they're going to take it but right. we have this thing it's true emergency use authorization real thing it's right. not gone through all of the testing that normally a drug would go through at the fda vaccine would go through that's all true so then the questions become it gets prickly should employers be able to force their employees or tell their without, without a doubt you as my employee you have to get this vaccine to come to work right should a restaurant be able to disallow a patron because they've not taken the vaccine then it brings up the point about the vaccine passport that guy brought up it's a great point what how do we even know if you've had the vaccine
0: well and the idea is that the concept of vaccines as we know it kind of really came into the nation's consciousness with polio Uh, there was an individual jonas salk who he's kind of the person that figured it out the way to make a vaccine is to actually put the virus into the person in a small amount. But, now but, be, to but, be but be that took four that. or five years to develop and a whole lot of people got it
1: because to, there was no emergency use. Of, there was no thing then. To be clear about that inoculation, the idea of inoculating someone against a thing like smallpox, for instance, they were doing it back in like the 16th, 17th century. Because they were so, smart. Well, they were getting, and I, I think the number that I read when we were talking about it before the show is that, that like one in a thousand people would die from that, but they would, they would make everybody that worked with cattle yeah. They had to get inoculated, right? Brother, one in 1,000 be- is a whole small. lot, though. That's a lot. That's over, my point.
0: over the aggregate, that is a whole lot of we're people.
1: We're talking about, like, yeah, exactly. It's my point. The, the vaccine, as so far as it, it appears, it appears to be relatively safe compared to, like, one in 1,000. So the point is, is that this idea of inoculating has been around for a really long time. You know, the president of the
0: United States had polio right yes, around the time that did. they were, t- they yeah. were
1: de- you know— it, it, you would think that they would make an authorization that let, at least let him uh, get. That generation of people, there were so many people in that generation where they would have like a, a leg brace or they, they had to walk with a right. walker because they were affected by polio. Right. That's what it did to you.
0: So it, why don't we have those problems today? Mm-hmm. It's because of your old government, oh, folks. You, you know, that government go that you love to hate. Uh, Brenda, we're going to get to you second. Uh, Bob, you've been holding for a minute. Thank you so much. Get right back to us, Bob.
5: All right, guys. So uh, what I was going to say before the phone got screwed up was that on the CDC's own website, they have a reporting system called VARS, and that's their vaccine adverse reaction uh, reporting system. And about 10 to 20% of the adverse reactions and or deaths that occur after vaccination are reported to that site.
0: 10%. Only 10%. Okay.
5: Okay, as of today, there was over 2,000 deaths reported. About 37% occurred within 48 hours after injection. Uh, There are thousands and thousands of hospitalizations and or emergency room visits after vaccination. And over 300 reported permanent disabilities.
0: Uh, Bob, do you know how many people in America died of COVID? Those numbers, those four-figure numbers that you gave... Uh, I, I'm,
1: about ten. About I, wait, 10 10 wait, 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 Bob. Case. Wait,
0: let's look at the numbers. Let's look at the numbers. How many people died of COVID? Did we hit half a million, Jim? No, it
1: was yeah, absolutely yeah. Okay,
0: yeah. I'm trying to get the number. I don't have time to Google it right now, or whatever. But when you start really thinking about all those lives, Bob, you got to really ask yourself: At what point do we just take a, you know, take a risk? And this is going to save folks. I don't want you to go anywhere, Bob, but I'm going to have to take a yeah, short break right break. about now yep. for the hour. The hour Brenda, don't break. go anywhere either. You've been Stay so wonderful. There, We're going to get yeah, right we'll back, back, back to again. you. Yeah. Folks, if you'd like to hit us up at the uh, in the second hour, we have a really lively discussion here and it's a n- little more than just rules. Yep. You can reach us at 1-800-222-KBC, 1-800-222-5222. We're going to be right back.
3: Maybe I'm a crazy, but I just can't live without. Used to be my life was just emotions passing by. Feeling all the while i never really knowing why.
1: I'm okay without doing our Steely Dan uh, lead in. I, I kind of usually like the, the beginning this, of the hour. Spread is so smooth. <laughs>
3: So,
0: if for those on, of you who may I've gotten some emails, the song that we usually open up with is a song called Don't Take Me Alive by Steely Dan. My favorite band of all time, Steely Dan. I really on my bucket list if I could meet Donald Fagen. Yep. Somehow. Yep. Oh my goodness. Anyway, I digress. Folks, we're talking about the legal implications of someone forcing another to take the COVID vaccine against their will somehow. And there's different ways that someone that has power over you can do this. They can do it in the most extreme sense by taking your freedom away, locking you up. Uh, They can do it by making it so that you can't go to a public school or receive any public uh, accommodations, healthcare and such. They can make it so that you can't receive a driver's license. Or they can create some funny things financially for oh, you, yeah. tax-wise that's and right. such. What if you just have to pay a $10,000 tax a, if you don't want to take the vaccine? Pay a penalty. For the price that the healthcare care system will be taxed by your decision.
1: You know, that's a very valid point. It's almost like user fees, right? It's the idea. It's like, okay, that's your choice, fine. But now we're going to have to pay for you. So in order to do that, we've got to collect the money that's going to cost us.
0: Yeah, and we were talking about this earlier. I'm responsible for 20 people. Um, Every two weeks, payroll, health care, all of the insurance. Insurance is almost as expensive as paying somebody. And I had to make... It absolutely
1: is. Yeah, it absolutely is.
0: But Jim really... Jim is my CEO. He runs the office. So he's the one that really makes a decision. I I don't like to to soil my hands with matters of such. But still, Jim... If we have an employee in our private shop, the the law gives us the right to really you can fire someone, yeah. and, but you have to make accommodations. If you, you you can't fire someone because of a disability, so if I say okay, I'm going to force people to take the vaccine, I just thought everybody would want to do it anyway. Yeah, but people didn't even think about it. Right. Of course, the world's more complicated. Brenda, thank you so much for staying with us. Welcome back to a Nation Divided. Folks, if you'd like to join the discussion, you can reach us at 1-800-222-KBC, 1-800-222-5222. Should uh, someone that is not you force you to take Um, this?
3: Go ahead. Yeah.
7: Okay. To me, it's pretty obvious. First of all, what happened to my body, my choice? You know, you you pick a lane, I guess you stick in it. But here's what I have a problem with. Um, As someone who was vaccinated as a child and almost ended up dying, uh, I don't think I'm a good candidate for it. Number one, it's uh, ninety-eight to ninety percent curable. At the beginning, they were putting people on these ventilators, which was not um, the right thing to do. Agreed. I've known about ten people who've had it. Three of wow. them um, are between eight. Well, two of them are eighty-nine, and one of them's ninety. They all survived. So. So it's a it's a very slippery slope. Also, you know, the messengers aren't very good. When you have Newsom who's telling us we got to get our shots. I'm going to do all this. Go to a park, not even a doctor, somebody who maybe didn't even graduate high school is going to inject you and then goes out to a restaurant, and has dinner. We see Nancy Pelosi getting right. her hair done. Right. Uh, they're traveling, they're doing. And then you're like, right, yeah, you, "What's up?"
0: Without touting a right wing party line, I'm, let's I'm just have, have the discussion. Stuff. I know that everybody hates Newsom for this and everybody can stand uh, uh, Pelosi for the the things that. The, but everybody's hypocritical, Brenda. Everybody I mean, on both well, sides of that, the but aisle. But
7: that's not a fair answer. You, you know, you hmm. you, 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 you can say, oh, everyone's a hypocrite, so I get to be a okay, hypocrite. Okay,
0: Brenda, do you wear a mask?
7: I wear a mask out of Why
0: do you, for you other wear a people, mask, Brenda?
7: Because I, out of respect for other people, they feel more comfortable comfortable with me wearing a mask, but I was having problems with breathing because of the mask, it would would just cause my throat. So for example, I was out today, I was wearing the mask and I just started coughing from it. So I said, you know what, I gotta go home. And I got in my car, took my mask off and I feel much better. But there's GMOs in this. They're testing this on six-month-old babies. Who wants to volunteer their baby? And you know, this was passed on an emergency basis. It's ironic. The people on the right who supported Trump, who got the vaccine, they're the ones who don't want to take it. The people on the left who couldn't stand them, they're the ones getting in line to take it, which is very ironic. That seems
0: to be how how everything... That was what caused all of the uproar over the mail-in ballots, is the people on the left were staying home and and doing mail-in ballots, and that you don't know, end up changing the, the title of the country. Brenda, let me ask you this one question. Uh, say you go to a drive through restaurant, mm-hmm. go to McDonald's or something, mm-hmm. and the person uh, that gives you the food accidentally sneezes on you, and you have the worst headache you've ever had, and then you go to the emergency room and they say you have COVID and it's out of control. Do you feel like that person let you down? That, well, that sneezed I that say I
7: let you. myself down because if I'm standing there, first of all, the person sneezed on see, the food and I didn't see it, I'd have no way of knowing that he sneezed on the food. Oh, I'm
3: saying if sneezed I, on you. I'm
7: dumb enough to see a guy sneeze on my food and I still eat it, I wouldn't eat it from anybody who sneezed on you. But, but, they, they, but, they, but, but like, I'm sneeze saying, on you, Brenda, thank actually, you, Jim.
1: you see them sneeze on you.
0: Right. Well, is that person that sneezed on you at fault is that, is my point, because you didn't ask to get COVID that way. You did not ask for this. But that person say they didn't want to get vaccinated. They ended up getting COVID. They're self-righteous about it. Now they have caused you to have a problem that you didn't have before this.
7: This is is why I think that analogy is... is Forgive me for saying.
3: Oh, you can hit, you know, hit me I'll, anyway. And, uh, girl, so I've been hit see, so many times. Don't so worry about you're
7: it. Telling me, you're telling me that I got to go on the 0.0001% of something happens, but yet I got to go with this vac- vaccine that because, um, because um, only 2,000, 3,000 reported deaths from it. So you can't have it both ways. Should it's we do away body, with the smallpox vaccine?
0: What? Should we do away with the smallpox vaccine?
7: Well, if you if you tell me the small smallpox vaccine has the same success rate as this one, they don't know. It's been tested and retested. So, in other words, every vaccine that a government comes up with in nine months and says you have to be injected with, when our party uh, leaders,
3: yeah, but this is way she's
0: so making we, a great we, point, Brenda. When, you're bringing it back. You're making a great you're point, making Brenda. Making a
1: great point, Brenda. And so let, let me what, ask what you was this: the great point I made. I want to know. What, what, this is the great point. That, that Go it's ahead. not that, okay. So this vaccine hasn't been studied yet it, it, the way that it normally would be. So let's just ask you the question then. Let's say that they go down the road another three years and they've completely verified the way they would with any other vaccine, totally normal process. They get to the end of it and they say, yep, this is a safe, effective vaccine. People should take it. Now, at that point, do you take it? I would I would highly
7: consider taking it if, if once I knew it was safe, right. and once I knew that that the person injecting me wasn't some guy at a park without yeah. a high... I mean, I see people lining up in the park. There you go. I see mishandling of but I see so many things. And, you know, it's so strange to me. It's like everybody who's getting ready for the second shot starts having anxiety attacks. Yeah. Now, I know somebody personally who took the second shot, and they were very ill for about two weeks. They they they, they were freaking yeah, out. You know,
0: I, I, so I stopped there. taking flu shots for that reason, but Brenda, let me, I want everybody to really understand the import of Brenda's argument because I came at you pretty hard and you won the argument. And I'm going to tell you why you won, Brenda. Yeah, well, I don't know why I because, won. Because, no, you really That's got me so thinking. Nice. You won because you got me thinking about a different way. So what Brenda's really saying at the heart of it is it's not that I'm ta- I don't want to take the vaccine because I just want to be contrarian or because I want to assert my rights and be special. And it's because perhaps... This thing maybe is not what it's cracked up to be. And perhaps the problem is that it hasn't scientifically satisfied me in a way that the smallpox vaccine has or the polio vaccine. Because it, that is a logical argument. But that is not to, based on just... And then
1: I got to go back to this. So we're going to actually insinuate... That either you, I, or Brenda right now at this moment has any more knowledge or any more training to be able to discern whether the emergency use authorization from the FDA right. is more or less valid. I'm going to prove it to you. I'm I'm gonna...
0: Well, well d- hold on, d- hold on, Brenda. I'm going to have to put you on hold I, for a minute. I yeah. am going to put you on hold. Don't go anywhere. I am you know, going to put you on hold. But um,
1: we got a break coming up. Yeah, uh, uh,
0: yeah but, we've got a break coming up. But the whole thing is, I'm not changing my mind. I'm still going to get the second vaccine, but. What I really love is when somebody opens my eyes yeah, just a little exactly. bit more. Yeah. Just gets me to see just a little wider. I still have my opinion, but that is a good point, I think. But then we Not get, the right point,
1: but still good. But then again, we got to go back to the place of saying, how do we know that any of the things that we're doing are really good for us or that they're actually correct? Or how do we have, in other words, we get to a point where we have to trust to you some degree to what's being said. have
0: to have faith, faith. You have to have faith, Luke. All right, folks, we're going to be right back. I'm going to take this conversation in a more intense direction. We love you so much.
3: Where that. Used to be my life was just emotions passing by. Feeling all the while I never really knowing
0: Welcome back, folks. So as we move... Uh, towards some kind of an understanding. I want to apologize. I think that I may have offended some folks out there. No, not you. Yeah. You uh, never do that. We really like to welcome uh, all viewpoints. The only reason why I kind of have shut down a couple of people on the immigration thing is because what I really wanted to kind of crystallize was the legal versus the political. So now we're going to get all the way into the political so that all of those people i'm going to take everybody who wants to call rant do what you want to do yell
1: vent well the thing you're always trying to do the thing that we are always trying to do is get down to the essence of what people really think not Wait. what they've been indoctrinated with not what they heard someone else say not what they've um, maybe the that went a parrot from someone else but we want to hear what they really feel and sure, we're all products of our environment. We're products of the things that we've heard up till now. Good but point. most people, if you sit them down and you can you can be calm about it and you give them a chance to breathe and they give you a chance to say a few things, they can be reasonable, they can be rational, and they can generally explain to you why they are where they are, what they're right. they've got their belief, they've got their idea about the vaccine or whatever, and they can explain it to you. But when you bring in this politic, this idea that it's my side versus your side. Right.
0: And I'm right and you're wrong.
1: I'm right and you're wrong. Right. Then you, you lose all of that. You lose any of the essence of how they ever got to the place where they think what they think now.
0: Well, I am of the belief that it is so deep. Our psychosis as a country is so deep that we don't even know why we think oh, what yeah. we think. I, mean, so much of I am of the belief.
1: You know, we don't I think, know why we think the, what we think. That's the thing I have to go back to what we were just talking about a minute ago. Just before we pivoted off and I'm, we lost Brenda, so I would like to hear what she had to say about how do we really know any of the stuff that we read on an FDA website well, is or is not good for us? And how do we as lay people have the discernment to know that an emergency use, author- use authorization is any less valid than anything else the FDA? To- now, if someone said to me, I trust nothing the FDA says, I almost would believe them more than a person that says, well, I'm not going to trust this e, uh, this EUA thing, but I'll trust everything. Have, uh, everything else have. I, I
0: go by the rich white I, people a... rule. If rich white people are taking it, <laughs> right. that means it must be good. Yeah, it must be good I for go for the, that. Mean, and, and if that means it must be safe. It must be proven And if, I mean, if I a, enough rich white people are taking it, you'll I, start to see that they're making it hard for other people. That's if, the thing that I want. If I had a dollar <laughs>
1: for every person I know that has no idea why the lights come on when they flip the switch on the wall, if I had a dollar for that, I'd be a billionaire. But you know what? They all go over and they still flip that switch. And so by the I don't same really t- know,
0: Jim. I know. Oh. I know. Right? Right.
1: We've talked about this. We've talked about Dyno well. Oh
0: right. Jim is, is but, really but my, really good but, with machines. But
1: the but the point is, is that, again, with the people. thing about the anyway. vaccine, right? So, yeah, I, sure, it's not been tested the same way. The FDA says it's not been tested the same way. They typically test vaccines, but they say it's been tested. Yeah. So now it goes back to the point of should the government, should private corporation have the ability to compel people, should they be allowed to compel people to take it? That's, the reality that's the
0: is way. it's never going to be an answer, but there's always like what the law can do. And there's what people are going to do anyway. That's what they're going to do anyway, right. And and there's – what I'm really fascinated by, Jim, is what is right. Yes. What is the right thing? What is
1: the right thing to do?
0: You know, and that's – it's sometimes trippy. So, folks, we're going to pivot into a discussion that has really, really got a lot of folks hot and bothered. And I know that we might uh, get some angry callers with this, and I'm not going to be upset. I'm going to actually chill. But it's about immigration, and it is about the concept of a child – that is without a parent.
1: Right. It's our our uh, woman, woman just brought it up a little earlier. In the yeah. last hour, she brought it up. on the-
0: And that's why I, I figure this is something that people might want to talk about. A child uh, that is without a mom and without a dad uh, and without a country, in a, in a way of speaking, but they're here uh, and they're on our soil. And a child, folks, can't really c- take care of themselves. A child can't. Uh, They're dependent on an adult for food, health care, we we would hope education. What is our, and we're not going to talk about the law yet, I want to get people's heart here. I I just want to ask folks, what do you think is right? What do you think is fair? The child is just the child, Uh, but do we or should we? As a nation, this is not a state's decision. This is a federal decision. Should we wrap our arms around those children?
1: Well, it's coming back to this idea that there's this surge at the border right now. It's it's comparable or it looks like it. it's approaching the same numbers of the, of the surge that happened in 2019. Yep. We did several shows on that back then. There was a surge in 2014 of unaccompanied children crossing the border. And so we're approaching those numbers again. We haven't exceeded the 2014 number yet as of the end of February 2021, but it looks like we probably have already surpassed it now through March. But And then we're approaching the same thing that happened uh, during the Trump administration in May 2019. So that's what's bringing, that's what's highlighting this. We've had this big surge of people Trying to cross the border, of course, they're being stopped at the border because that, and that's a that's a Trump administration. How many people are we talking about? Well, I think the the number that they said as of the end of February was something close close to ten thousand unaccompanied children. Okay. Now, ten thousand
0: is yeah. really a small number of people in that, the, in, in the context yeah. of but in our one, nation.
1: But but when in one month, I mean, that's you know, we're talking about a, a, like I think from the beginning of January to the end of February, it was like ten thousand children. So that's ten thousand children unaccompanied crossing the border, and now. What do you do with them, right? How, yeah. You got to house them. You got to you gotta feed them, you know, because you can't just. You got to love them. You, you, yeah. Love the children. Y- you watch the news reports and you see there's the lady out there that's doing the exercise games with them. She's like the teacher on the playground because, yeah. you know, they're kids and they got to do something, right? They
0: seem, they seem uh, kind of very checked out, though. There's yeah. kind of a lack of a, there's a disconnect that's kind of surreal, you know, because the kids are like going, that's not my mommy or dad. So, folks, if you'd like to join the discussion, you can reach us at 1-800-222-5222. Once again, 1-800-222-KEBC. Should the United States government be responsible? Assume responsibility. Now, a lot of folks, when we're talking about human will and should a person be punished or it's easy for folks to slam an adult, you know, Right, because an adult, you can say, "Well, they that what person made a choice. Right. They made
1: a choice. Uh,
0: that person is they uh, someone the border that illegally. we can exactly the, they've
1: broken the law, and they, and they have broken the law.
0: Deport them, do whatever. Put them in people. Sure. People yeah. can handle that uh, psychologically. They can handle that more. I have a problem with it, but people
1: can. But the idea of a child, though, right, is a child yeah. is blameless it gets more complicated too because if you watch some of the news reports i think i was watching pbs news hour the other day that you see that the children are there with the families the families are not say they're just on the border south of texas right so they're in mexico but they're from a central american country they're not from mexico They're there with their families. The families are being pushed around and shoved around by these gangs and cartels and stuff like that. That's right. They're scared for their children, and they think, well, here's what we can do. We've heard that you can send your child across the border, and the United States will have to feed them. They don't have any food for their kids. Right. So that's what they do. They make that choice.
0: And, you know, the idea is uh – would you do anything different if you were in that situation?
1: Well, before I go to that point, I, I say that what I've uh, talked to people this past week, like we do every week before the show, is that it, when I'm talking to someone and they and they make a very valid point, they say, look, at what point do we, as in the United States of America, are we allowed to stop having to be responsible for everyone else's problems? If someone, right. y- yes, it's a really sad thing that you've got a child that's unaccompanied, but if they come to the border with their parents, the parents send them across the border, why does it have to be our responsibility? that's where i start but then the question is is that if you're the parent would you do anything different
0: well you, if we follow the old adage don't judge a man till you walk a mile in, in that person's shoes we would really have an entirely different way of looking at politics you oh know oh my
3: gosh yeah absolutely uh,
0: erica from los angeles i want to thank you for calling uh, welcome to Hi. A Nation Divided. We uh, just want to know your opinion. And this is, folks, this is not a legal discussion. We were talking about the law earlier. This is just what did your gut tell you? What did your heart tell you? Thank you so much for calling. Lay it on us, Erica.
9: Hi. Um, well, I think that all the Democrats who voted for Biden should each take in five migrants <laughs> into their home, right. house them, close them, and feed
6: them. Until they are self-sufficient. Okay, Erica,
0: you realize because we're talking about eighty advice. million people, so that that would be eighty million times five children. That's yeah, a lot. That is a lot. A
6: lot. Well, then they can do it by um, volunteer basis first.
0: Well, that's going to probably be
3: volunteer.
1: what winds up happening. Of course, the, of course, the argument that the argument that some people could make is that every and I'm not going to use the R word, but every person that voted against anyone who thinks that immigrants should be allowed in the country should go out and. They should take their own trash out. They right. should take their trash to the dump. They should work on their own cars. They should do their own plumbing, by the way. They should also do their own carpentry work. They should do their own electrical work. Matter of fact, they should pretty much do any labor that's getting done in the United States of America because if we didn't have people come to the United States to do this work, the work would not get done. We have a labor shortage. That's not a myth, there it's are a reality. Jobs, Americans the, numbers, don't do. the numbers are a reality. It started back in the 80s. The, the pyramid flipped upside down. We literally aren't producing year on year enough people out of our high schools to do these manual labor jobs we're not we're not producing enough we just don't have them
0: and erica i want to compliment you because you made a very very good Job point I, I don't know I, yeah i don't know if anybody caught it but erica what erica said is maybe people should do it on a volunteer basis now what is adoption it's basically a volunteer basis adopting a child now i've seen families it is not as easy as you may think to adopt a child of any race, of any ethnicity. In fact, you have to go through a whole lot of hoops. Just There are people that probably would want to adopt those children if they were allowed to. And if they're young, people people aren't really too keen on, like, eight and nine-year-olds and ten-year-olds. But, I mean, you've got a kid like somebody uh, who's two years or younger. It seems as though they would be able to find a home. What do you think, Erica? Are
9: parents sending them that
6: young alone? Where are the parents?
0: Well, the parents are in their mind looking out for the child. Do you remember the Bible story where they put Moses in the in the like the they put him in some and some, they, it, it was like a river, little yeah, floatable float down the creek? Right, yeah. Like they, that's Ends up that in is totally house. child remember endangerment. That? By the way, that is yeah. a complete child endangerment. And he
1: grows up to be and Charles. He, he
0: he winds up to be the leader of the world. You know? He
1: grows up to be child Heston. <laughs> He's like a bad dude. And he <laughs> oh, takes George. everybody
0: on. Erica, we're His gonna have Moses. to take. <laughs> We're going to have to take a short break, Erica. We love you so much. Okay,
9: that's fine. Thanks. All right, Bye-bye. we're going
0: to be right back. Folks, if you'd like to join the discussion after the break, you can reach us at 1-800-222-KABC, 1-800-222-5222.
1: I liked it when the little baby Moses was like floating down the river in the little thing, yeah. the little reed, the little reed thing. Well, those parents yeah. would
0: totally have a problem with the Department of Health and Human Services now, though, man. Yeah. You may have saved the world, but you don't get hurt.
1: You don't get you don't get to go live with a pharaoh, <laughs> the, the, the president. Yeah.
0: Crazy world, folks. Remember, we all started out with 10 laws, 10 commandments. That's right. Now there's like thousands. We love you.
3: We'll right back. Used to be my life was just emotions passing by.
0: Welcome still, back, folks.
1: I'm still feeling what you said earlier. You said that I absolutely cannot admit being wrong.
0: Uh, Jim, I know you probably better than <laughs> your own parents at this point. And you guys do. You know me. Yeah, Jim, that's just one of your issues. That presupposes, one of many. That, I,
1: that, presupposes that I actually was wrong. We
0: are. AM <laughs> Talk Radio 790. You are listening to A Nation Divided. I am Brian Thomas Dunn with my best friend. Yes, Even indeed. though we fight. My best friend in the entire world, Mr. James Oates, uh, we're dealing with kind of that thorny issue, but we're going to take it from the point of what is moral, what do you feel, what does your heart tell you. right. And it is about all of these children uh, that are basically vulnerable. Their parents have, uh, they are not with their children. And they are in the country. Their immigration status is in flux because... The law is unclear. There are many arguments that can favor asylum. There are arguments that can favor other things. What is right? What is the right thing to do? That's what we want to know. Daoud Daoud. from Laguna Beach. Talk to us, brother.
9: Gentlemen, there are certain things in life we have to accept. First of all, children have to be looked after. It's like a poor cat that is whining outside. You have to look after that. There's no question about it. I don't know about that, but
0: the children, yes, I'm with you there.
9: Yes, 100 percent. I mean, there's no question. There's no human, single human alive that'll say, let the children go and don't feed them and don't house them. So I think
1: especially when we have the resources, right? I mean, especially when you've got the resources. Yeah, go
9: ahead. That's it. And the next question is there's something that no country ever does. And I'm very surprised because I come from a third world country. Nobody sits down with the presidents of every country, all of them in the same room, Guatemala, Honduras.
1: Great point you're making. Go. I like this already. Yeah. I like it. Go, Dawood. I know you're going. Yes,
9: sir. And absolutely sit down. And the key question is, though, that you have to come up with what the problem is, what they think is the solution. But the key situation is do not give them any money. 100 percent. No. Yes. What you have to do is find out what the solution is and get volunteers with loving hearts here in America to go out and do all the right things in neighborhoods that are preselected. That's how you start a process that I think in the long run will slow things down. But this problem is not going to get resolved, brother. It will not get so, resolved.
0: So because- uh, am I correct that you're from you're from India?
9: I'm from Pakistan. Pakistan. So, Daud, yes.
0: there's a thing that you've got in your voice, and that is it's not an accent. It's love and compassion. That's what I hear in your yes. voice is that you care. Yes. And you understand that if you come from that place... You'll figure something out. See, if you have that, if that foundation of love, that foundation of compassion, your mind will figure out a solution. Uh, Uh, I think the problem that our nation faces is we don't have enough people that think like you in this country.
9: Right. It's very difficult to do that because I tell people that you have no idea the Western mind. You cannot put your arms around poverty or even understand what poverty is. Yeah. You cannot understand how children are molested and how children's arms are broken oh, so that they can become beggars, so they can make some money. Right. The Western mind cannot cope with that sort of thinking because you don't know what it is that you see with your own eyes that well, we have seen as children growing up.
0: It's happening right in this city, folks. And if you really, I've seen things with with my career and with my eyes that are, have really, really hurt me and, and moved me in a horrible way. We don't really talk about human trafficking that much on the show. and We don't talk about the reality of exactly. how people get sucked into a system. But you, this is not a third world problem or a second world. This is happening right in L.A. Yes. Uh, yes. And this is yes. the concept. How does this start? It starts when you have a person that is displaced from their family. And they're kind of in that vulnerable place. And there are some really cruel individuals yes. that can find them.
1: Inside the United States of America.
0: Right here in America. Right
1: here in America, yeah. And, and it's, it's happening right it's
0: under, under your nose. I mean, you really, and, and, and Daoud, uh you're bringing that into the forefront, but it's kind of dovetails into this discussion. Don't go anywhere. Uh, Joanne from Los Angeles, um, I wanted to get your opinion on the matter. What sh- What does your heart
10: tell you about this? Well, it's like this. I believe that children who really need help should be helped. But none of these children that I see on television look hungry or neglected or that they're in great need of help.
0: Uh, Joanne, I, uh, the the United States government is feeding them, and, and that's one of the reasons why they yes, may not but appear hungry.
10: This is when they're coming in, when they're first coming in, they don't look hungry. It, it look, it, to me, it seems like the parents send them over here hoping that later the kids can get the parents in the country.
0: But see, and here's, I think
10: well, here's what the question, we should do,
1: Joanne, should here's, put all his, Joanne here's a question Not, for you. Okay, here's we're going to get your here's opinion in just a minute. Go yeah, ahead, but Joanne, here's a question for you. What's wrong with, we've got kids that are being sent across the border. They shouldn't have been sent across the border on a company. Sure, great. They shouldn't be here. They're illegal. Okay, great. Got that. But what's wrong with feeding them, taking care of them, figuring out something to do with them transitioning, tempor- and make that a temporary process, but a, but go out and do like what Dao at our previous caller said, and proactively get with the other nations in, in, in North America, Central American nations, and figure out a permanent solution, and in the meantime, just for the kids that we're talking about, just take care of them for right now, and then – figure out a long-term solution what's wrong with thinking about it like that why do we have to simply say let's just shut it down send them all back and let's just be done with it and that'll be the permanent solution what's wrong with doing that
10: well that might be a good answer in the long run but but for right now i think we should put them all on buses send them to some major public office in mexico and let them out
0: uh what if it's like a two or three-year-old
10: well take them inside the building where the people are these are the mexicans these children are their responsibility
1: but they're not mexican that the, the primary problem is most of the people that are currently on the southern border that are waiting to get in the united states are trying to get in or send their children across they're not from mexico at all the, the, and and so well
8: what... wherever
10: they come from well but take then how them we... back to where they came from okay. uh, to some place where there are people who are there who are capable of helping them? Uh, how would we know? I mean, out? that's
0: exactly how this human trafficking happens: is that if you assume that people will do the them best to thing. A
10: government office. If you take them to a government office, that could be the group that is profiting
7: the most from the human well, okay. trafficking in some countries. Well, and,
1: and here, but then, okay, so Joanne, uh, just so to, to give you a little education, so you understand how this works. Okay, so let's take the kids that are from Honduras. Let's just take that for example. We have active military bases in Honduras right now, and the reason they're there is because there is no. government. Government. There's essentially is nothing going on there. We have to send our troops down there. Bring we it, have Jim. to fly combat helicopters yes. over their borders every single Bring day it. just to keep them in one piece. And that's a national security issue for the United States of America. So the problem that we have is, is that if we just decide that we're going to take these kids to this particular place where we already know it's completely dismantled, it's coming apart at, at the seams, and we're just trying to keep it together enough just so that we don't have to worry about it being yet another defense problem for the united states of america then we're just dropping the kids off in a place where there's no one there for them
0: and you can't kick a can down the road if it's can as a human uh joanne yeah. i want to thank you, you so much go ahead
10: soldiers for them there
0: uh joanne i thank they you so much there. for calling uh, there's I one last you... question i have for you joanne um well, I, I assume what are your what is your opinion on abortion
10: i'm very pro-abortion Okay.
0: Very interesting.
10: Why do you ask? Why do you ask? Because there is
0: a concept of a child. And there is a way of thinking that instead of looking at it from the perspective of the person that is pregnant, there are many folks that say abortion is wrong because it's killing a child. Or they say it's wrong or it's morally offensive because... It is killing a child. And a lot of these people are the same folks that would say deport these children. Uh, and you could be sending them to a certain death if you do that. And what I would say is just think about like the idea that a child doesn't have anyone to look out for them. Right. And a child is just kind of really vulnerable. Joanne, thank you so much. You you represent the thoughts of so many people. Daoud, we're going to come back to you in just a second. Brett, thank you for holding. Welcome to A Nation Divided, brother.
11: How are we going to handle this? Oh, man, I'm probably going to be a little bit more harsh than Daoud. All right. Um, there's a couple things. One thing he talked about is um, Munchausen by proxy, where people will um, inflict, uh, damage to a child so they can go out and beg. What does
0: Munchausen to- mean, Brett? I thought you were going to talk ch- about a sandwich or something. What does Munchausen
11: mean? <laughs> Munchausen, uh, by proxy, is when you when a, a parent um, damages their, chi- their child um, in order to gain sympathy.
0: Oh, wow. That sounds horrific.
11: Yeah, it is horrific.
0: So, in terms of our policy, though, I mean, I'm not really a person that practices immigration law but what should be the government's position when it comes to these youngsters
11: well it depends on if we want a two-tier um immigration policy or just the law should apply to everyone equally regardless of whether you're a bordering country or not um conservatives tend to uh side with that meaning that there's just one way to enter the country through the legal means whether you uh share a border with our country or not. The Democrats have a race-based second tier Mm -hmm. that if you're brown and you come from a bordering um, country, you can come in any time, any way you want. Wow. And that they will take care of them.
3: All right, well, Brett,
11: we have to take
0: a short break now, but I I have to take a short break. Uh, But I have to do tell you, this is not something that I really read a lot about. But, Brett, don't go anywhere, folks. We're going to wrap it up as we mosey on through... This is, a, this is a dicey issue. I don't think there's a right or wrong answer, uh, but there is some things that feel right and some things that feel wrong, you know?
3: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: So, folks, uh, we're going to be right back. Uh, always try to remember, we're just trying to see how you feel. And we're
3: going to be right back. Used to be my life was just emotions back.
0: of Trojan Basketball. We are AM Talk Radio 790 KBC. You know, the Trojans are pretty good this year at basketball. Yeah. Understand they whooped up on a perennial powerhouse, Kansas. Yep. There's always something to be excited about in Los Angeles. There is no better city. Uh, Daoud Hole, we're going to finish with you, but Brett, I wanted to get to the bottom. Uh... I think you've got everybody really confused with the concept of two-tier because it's so hard to explain in the application. But I do think I hear where you're going with it, which is the law is not applied evenly. Uh, can we agree on that?
11: Correct. That there is a, uh, we have an immigration law and that people are uh, supposed to follow it in order to enter our country. Right. What the Democrats are allowing is an open border where, they're actually promoting um people coming here illegally
3: all right well brett Um,
0: listen i uh well keep going brett keep yeah please finish your comment i uh they're they're promoting people coming here illegally how how are they doing that brett
11: um by encouraging uh uh border crossing without going through legal means
0: and how are they encouraging border crossing without legal means
11: they are not stopping people uh, in the way that, for for example, Donald Trump did. Um, building a border wall, letting them know if they, they actually, try to enter actually actually they're illegally, stop, Actually
1: current them. Actually, currently, they're stopping them exactly the way President Trump did because President Trump's rule is still what applies at the border. It is so exactly, exactly still in place.
0: But the idea, Brett, is I do feel you. There are a lot of strong opinions, but I don't really know if anyone really knows exactly what these horrible democrats are actually really right. doing and uh, can you tell me one law one what can you tell me one concrete thing
11: that the democrats are doing yeah you mean in allowing illegal just yeah, ha- what are uh, they
0: doing that the
3: republicans would not be doing
11: well they've made it clear that um they are uh, just last week there was a story about um, the Biden administration spending millions of dollars, taxpayer money, to house people that have crossed illegally in hotels. All right, well, Um,
3: go ahead, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah,
11: and the numbers, I believe, from the first quarter uh, were over 100,000. The highest they were under Trump, I believe, was 60,000 in 2019. And the previous years under Trump were in roughly twenty to thirty million, I believe, that were stopped at the border.
3: Right. Well, Brett, so the listen, numbers
11: have doubled, tripled. I can't thank Biden. you
0: enough for calling. Uh, we really appreciate it, thank and you. you are representative of the way that half of our nation thinks. And the reason why I wasn't trying to be mean to you, Brett, I was—I was trying to be educated uh, by you because there are, are a lot of. Uh, opinions about the way Democrats look at the situation and the way Republicans look at the situation. Uh, But I'm wondering if they really do correlate to actual... We've done policies.
1: This, we've done this show. We've, we've we done did, it a few did, times. Yeah, we've done this show. It's been a while. I don't have all the numbers in front of me of the raw data. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's so it's very easy to take one or a couple of sound bites of news reports about one particular thing that's being done and some money mm. that's being spent and a few million dollars here and there and then say that it's the Democrats doing it or it's the Republicans that do it. Man, it's just not that black and white.
0: It isn't, and it's very, close very to life complicated, life. and the policies are not necessarily championed uh, in a way that lends to, you know, this is always this or this is always that. Yeah, Daoud, yeah. Uh, Brett, I want to thank you again, man. Have a wonderful rest of the weekend. Uh, Daoud from Laguna Daoud, Beach. I want
1: to get back to Daoud. He was really on it, man. I liked what he was saying about we need to go to other countries, and we need to talk to them about wh- how do we keep this from happening? What do we need to do to help you help us not have this happen anymore?
0: Absolutely. So we wanted to continue on that thought with you, Dalud,
9: if you don't mind.
1: All right. Not at all. The, the main thing you have
9: to remember is when you're dealing with some very, very large companies or very individuals that are very powerful. For example, I'm talking about the cartels and folks like that on the other side. You're looking at someone that's going to take advantage of everything, every innocent thing that they can find so to put true. them in, drug, prostitution, or whatever the case might be. And if I know we recognize that, but we have not found ways really to go after that and to make that a real public situation where everybody rises up, gets angry enough, where there's enough people. We as citizens need to do something, not rely on the government. There are enough volunteers. There are enough people with enough common sense and money that something can be done. It's not going to get done at the government level.
1: Yeah, I mean, the truth is, is that you not. can say that we've created that problem. I mean, right. you can say that the United States of America created that problem. Now, whether you blame the government or not, or you just simply blame the people for wanting to buy the drugs that put the drug cartels into power, right. the bottom line— Because they don't follow any laws. It, I don't want to be too hard on us and call ourselves fat, stupid, lazy, but the fact is, is that it's Americans that have created the problem of the drug cartels. They would not exist if it was not for the—let's call it um, the money— and oh, the, the demand for drugs. The demand and the ease of life here in the United States of America, the quality of life. If it did not exist here in the United States of America, the drug cartels wouldn't well, exist. Well,
0: we wouldn't have that quality of life if we weren't getting high That's all right. the time. That's, right. That's
1: part of what we do. <laughs> right. Americans love to
0: get high. That's and right. Republicans and Democrats can agree on they that. Do. They do agree. So, Daoud, there's one more thing. that we, It really moved Jim. And when Jim was talking to me about it at the break, it kind of moved me, too. And and you started you talking about the idea of looking at a solution to a problem by sitting down with the heads of nations. And I've noticed whenever I am putting my uh, really, really learning, other countries don't see themselves in isolation. They see themselves as part of a region or part of a whole. Why do you think that the American mindset seems to think more about America being all on, all on its own as opposed to being part of the global family like you were discussing. Yeah,
9: that, the answer to that is rather simple. Whenever you are in a situation where you are the person in charge, you got the money, you have the power, you have the, all the say-so in the world, we tend to become a lot more isolated from reality. Mm. It's no different than a very, very, very wow. rich businessman living in a city who could care less about the people in that city. Wow. Well,
0: so, Dawood, thank you it. so much for calling. Uh, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, wow. We, I really want to thank, thank you, you for opening our eyes to the yeah. way we think. Sure. So glad you said and, that. And, uh, well, yeah, I don't know if it's that simple, but, Daoud, well, but I think
1: he's hitting it. He no, did I, hit it. I mean, the fact really that we, we it, are yeah.
0: wealthy has to do with some of it. The fact that we're geographically isolated has to do with some, some of it, but...
1: There's no doubt about it we have this entitlement thing going on in the United States of America, and it's not just one or two of us. It's all of us, every single one of us. All Americans suffer from – we're the victims of our own success. We're well, the victims of our own success.
0: You know, if you're born in like uh, France or Germany, you're gonna uh, you're gonna be speaking so many languages. Yeah, you're gonna you learn. To. You have to speak French or you have to speak don't have German,
1: a English. You don't have a choice because in order for you to get milk or to get whatever resource that thing is that you don't happen to have in your country, you're gonna have to deal with another country right. to get that resource in the United and States. And we don't America, even force folks to
0: speak Spanish. I mean, we don't. Yeah. It's not even. We speak English, and we don't feel as if it's even. Uh, a good thing
1: yeah, it's, it's to America. know. Other if we don't have the resources here. We go out around the world and take control of it, which is what we've done. And we're, hey, listen, I am not saying that's a bad thing because the fact is, is that uh, compared to all the other ways that have ever been invented to do this thing, we do it pretty good. Yeah. yeah it's, it's I wish I
0: had been taught Spanish as a kid, though, because that would have been a wonderful thing to know. Yeah. You teach Spanish I, in school? I, it wasn't like something that you had to do. I mean, it, it, like you would have to know that language oh, come on. because we you're going to be in, France, in
1: France, Germany. We, uh, had take, you know, we had to take the class at least. You had to pass the test. No. I, whether, you, whether you forget it or not. I, I might have gone
0: matter. to the the, the uh, short bus academy. <laughs> I don't know, but I don't remember <laughs> learning it. So, folks, as we wrap uh, wrap up the hour, we, we've we had kind of a, a lively discussion, talking about a couple of different things.
1: But I think one thing you can say for sure, one thing for sure is you cannot blame Immigrant children coming across the border for the COVID problem Amen. that we have. It's not, they're not related. I you don't can't, think you can you blame can't a kid. You can't rationalize COVID policy or taking a vaccine by saying that because there are kids coming across the border that may or may not be bringing COVID with them, that, right. that would be a reason why not to take a vaccine.
0: Well, well brother, brother, I'm going to broaden it. Can you ever really blame a kid? Can't blame can them. you ever really blame a
1: That's kid? That's there, man. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you can and the idea is I think that the the horse drives the carriage and if the horse is running from a place of compassion and love and seeing people as one and not seeing people as all of these fragmented uh, bodies. Then the carriage is going to follow.
1: Well, I think that you get the, you know, just like I said, you have got this situation that you have people that say this, and I, I agree that the United States of America should not have to be responsible for all problems, all places in the world. We can't. We don't have the resources. But, but for isn't that,
0: that a cop out kind of? Well, it, if we
1: can help someone, why my, not help someone? Yeah, but that, but what I was going to say is, is that although I understand why they're maybe some of why they're saying that. When a person's first reaction to this problem of, like, the example is having uh, unaccompanied minors coming across the border that are illegal immigrants, when their first reaction is to say, well, it can't be America's problem, I'm like, okay, come on, man. It is our problem. We right. have a choice, right? It, it's that's so. It's so completely irrational to right. make that be your first comment. You've got you to. It, it's say, ten thousand okay, people, ten thousand kids. They're there. So we incarcerate it, like four million. Right. We incarcer.
0: We pay so much to keep people they're, locked up forever in this
1: country. Now,
0: if a person, and that's really yes. expensive. That's like eighty now,
1: grand a year per now body. If, now, if in the process of the discussion and they're talking about ways we can solve the problem, they say, "And I propose so and so because." I believe that, in, in the essence, the United States of America shouldn't be rep- responsible for everybody's problems. Then I might say, okay, yeah, I get what you're saying. I understand where you're coming from. But when a person says that, basically says, put them on a bus, send them back over the border. It shouldn't be our problem. Come on, man. That's not even a solution.
0: I think it's a cop-out. I it's think America yeah. America should be responsible for as many problems as we can help people with. That is the way that I think. If, well, I if mean, you have an ability to help someone, you should. That's right. All right, folks, we're going to have to mosey on through. And as we head, head into the day... And the week and the weekend, try to remember, remember, at a nation divided, even if we disagree with what you say, we we love love you all. Be safe out there. Keep the masks on, even if you rebel against the vaccine. Just do it. Brenda, you were really on it.
1: Stop hanging on so tight.